All right, I believe we are live. Hopefully all the sound is coming through. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Laughing Into the Void. I'm your host Tom and as always co-hosting with me is the lovely Rosalind Paris. You can watch Hi. <laughs> I can <laughs> Why every time? <laughs> Every time. It's not a surprise. Um, anyway, you can watch our previous broadcasts on the District Comedy YouTube and Facebook channels or listen to them on Spotify. Um, if you want to support the stream, you can always like, share, and subscribe. Alternatively, please consider making a donation because we accept those now if you are watching at district-comedy.live. And tis the holiday season, so <laughs> I don't know, might as well. Um, but here with us today, uh, we have a very special guest. Nico Luca. Hi. Hi. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, but yes, Nico has only been doing stand up for a year, but has been a joke his entire life. I stole this from his flappers bio. Um, he is closer to 40 than 30. He has been told that he is happily married and that he fathered his three children. When the pandemic hit, he was suddenly forced to accept that he has no friends, so he created the Facebook group Displaced Comedians to supply himself a steady stream of captive listeners while connecting fellow isolated verbalists across the world. He'll also be performing later tonight on the best free stand-up show on Zoom, hosted by The Grind Comedy. Coincidentally, that is also the name of my OnlyFans page, and you can <laughs> sign up to, that, to watch that at bit.ly slash thegrindcomedy, which is uh, linked in the episode description, so you can just click on it there. But, hi! Okay, now I'm done with intro hey, stuff. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. But, uh, how are you doing today? I know you were talking about, like, putting down a uh, uh, four-year-old and fatherly <laughs> dad stuff. Putting I down am... as in, like, putting to sleep. Yes, right? like, yes. Not like... <laughs> <laughs> to be seen again yeah uh, she was up pretty much all night and my wife and i are both very exhausted and she probably uh, waiting to get ready to get on here she's uh was fell, fell asleep on me on the couch so i had to kind of switch and wife is taking over and da, 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 da. so yeah i'm here i am awake and i am very happy to be here though i appreciate you guys uh, having me on yeah yeah happy, happy to have you. you yeah what she said um <laughs> But yeah, uh, don't want to waste your time then. We'll just get right to it. Uh, first question. Uh, we ask this of all of our guests. It's the first one we start off with. But for those uh, who may be watching and don't know who you are, um, how would you describe your sense of humor? I like silly, witty wordplay, silly takes on stuff. Um, and that's kind of the, I mean, I don't, that's just not a great description, but that, that's pretty much what most of my bits are. If I just think about like what what stuff I typically do, whether it's uh, puns about sitting on a chair, whether it's uh, goofy stories about relating podcasts to uh, just being internet dates with themes, uh, to just different little stories and just stuff that have gone on in my life. Um, usually pretty light. I mean, not not super heavy stuff, not super like you know edgy whatever stuff. It's mostly pretty clean. Um, just just have fun being goofy. And uh, um, I'm having a good time doing it. Oh yeah, that's so good. I uh, I feel like I'm trying to remember because, and we talked about this the other day on Bo's show because that was like one of the like couple of times we've interacted was like that yeah. was one of my first mics, um, and I feel like I remember like your stool bit. And it was just like layers of puns on top of puns on top of puns, which is great for somebody like me. I am. Now, are we talking about there. like once again? Are we talking about stool like chair? We're we talking stool like, like. <laughs> great question. That's oh a great question, <laughs> and I never quite fully answered that in the bit. So I appreciate you asking that. <laughs> you'll have to you'll yes. have to catch him at eleven fifty five on the <laughs> best stand up show that I mentioned. Um, I guess oh, yeah. I have plans tonight then. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> And yeah, that was that was months ago, which is weird because like in Zoomland, that's like years ago. That was hundreds of sets ago. I think at that time I was doing a bunch of uh, doing some bits about looking, being told I look like Samwise Gamgee, uh, <laughs> and some other fun, just just stuff that I just I just find fun to talk about. And it was really cool seeing you back then too, and um, really impressed. Like your first set or one of your first sets is is cool. Oh, oh shucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a good time. I had I had fun during that mic. 
I wish it was still around, kind of. Yeah. Um, except now we're busy on Wednesdays doing this, um, <laughs> so wouldn't be able to go now. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, I, yeah, we'll just kind of jump right into talking about uh, displaced comedians, though, because that is, like I mentioned in your intro, one of the main things you're known for is this awesome network of comedians that you've been able to get together through quarantine. And I don't want to be presumptuous. But from observing the group a little bit, it seems like one of the main tools, and I actually think you would agree with this, that has become essential to the group's success has been kind of the Google sheet that like centralizes the information from the various mics. So yeah. I'm curious, how many do you think are on the list now? And do you have a favorite room? And will you? We see you at some point on the TB and J open mic. <laughs> I will answer several of those questions. Yay! One of them I learned not to answer. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so first, so first, there's about a hundred. Um, I I do a count every few days to a week or so when I'm adding to them. Um, and I think last was about 150 um, per week. And some of those that's that's occurrences. So some are like three days a week. So that'll just be, so those will count with three of them. I know not all are active. I can't get to all of them to like verify this, but that's why I always post like, Hey, tell me if something's wrong or something changed. And they change all the time as, as, as uh, you know, cause it's just, someone's just, obviously it takes a lot of energy to put these on, but it's also, uh, it's easy to just not do them anymore. Not tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like, how am I going to know if I don't, don't see it all the time? Um, but yeah, so it is the central focus. So the, you know, really the, the, the start of the whole group was just, I, I, I traveled for work for doing open mics live. And then when the shutdown happened, I was like, I want to, uh, and that's that. So I did about 30 mics live and I really just wanted to have a way to still do stuff on do uh, bits and work on stuff uh, during this whole shutdown. And I saw someone who had done a mic, Rachel Rothenberg's mic. Um, I, I saw a friend that I knew uh, that I met in Tacoma. I saw her get on that mic and I was like, wow, that looks pretty cool. I want to check it out. And I did a set didn't go great it was you know i'm a new open mic or whatever but I, but I had fun i was like okay how do i use this to keep getting better at this i got to take advantage of this. i'm just going to go nuts and then i kind of cobbled together from the different facebook groups because i was joining different regional groups when i traveled and i saw like in portland there was a couple that somebody was doing someone out of california was doing a mic and i was like how do you organize all four or five of these zoom mics or whatever at the time which now is just crazy because that's there's so many now mm. <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to make a page and I used to use badslava.com, the site to, to kind of zone it, hone in on what mics to do live. Then I would zero in on the, that, those regional groups to really see what's still happening. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that was such a great resource. And then, uh, you know, I didn't see anything like that, that was focused the way I really wanted to, to have it on the internet. So, um, I, decided, I realized that making a group was going to keep it more of an active, engaged process. It was going to be more difficult. It's not just having a website and a submission form and hoping people find it, which I didn't think that they would. Um, but it was okay. And you centralize this. And it wasn't a Google sheet at first. It was a really long announcement post. It was way too long and was like, took really long to edit it. Like just Facebook was just so slow at doing it. I was like, okay, this has got to be something different. And I put a bunch of time into just, okay, making a Google sheet and collecting the information I thought was helpful. And it was a lot of it was interrogating hosts, for, you know, dragging information out of them without bringing a lot of value to them. <laughs> And now folks are coming to the group and typically, you know, see it. And it's just in past, geez, it's been, what's it been since April 18th, about nine months. I could be wrong by a month. Um, no, it's April. Now, You're correct. And it's uh, now, now it's almost, uh, uh, now we have about four, 4,700 members. Um, <laughs> and uh, as you see, pretty active engagement and, and people talking about all these fun mics people are doing. And I'm really happy that people like you and other folks are putting the effort into running these mics and, you know, I'm just directing traffic and I'm happy to be a part of it. Yeah, I mean, and and you even recently gave it another, uh, you know, tech upgrade with the Google form now. So now people can kind of just one-stop shop to, like, submit the information for their mic. And we have a domain now? Yeah, um, I screwed up and didn't, like, confirm my contact information quick enough <laughs> so i had like two weeks and of course wait till the last day and then didn't and i thought i started a little time then someone messaged me hey the website's done i'm like oh shit that's so stupid and then I, <laughs> that's what my post the last couple of days about it that was what that was i was just like 
and yeah, for domain, yeah, I, I, uh, Lotter Braga made a couple of dollars on a Zoom show, and I was like, oh, yeah, I spent nine dollars on a domain. Uh, there you go. Don't put it's, more into it than you get from it. It's gonna, it's gonna be easier than continuously copying and pasting this really long URL for people, and then adding the subdomain to add the form. And adding the form, I like host having to go onto the page. It's almost like, almost like sort of a test, but like you got to be kind of engaged. Like go to the, you want to have your mic on here? Go to this post, look at this spreadsheet, look mm -hmm. at the information, comment with that information <laughs> here. There's a few steps to that. And if you don't do that, I'm going to redirect you to that. And that was kind of what I was trying to do. But then I'm like, you know what, just submit them. And, and if that if it becomes too challenging or there's too many or information's weird, I'll, I'll figure it out. But I wanted to make it easier and, um, and, it, and more mics have been added more quickly that way. So I think it's, it's been productive so far. All right, so I'll push you to see which of the other two questions. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I got a lot of favorite mics, and a lot of uh, a lot of them are just based on what time I'm able to get the stuff. I'll, I need to talk about some stuff that I really like. I really like the flappers mics because they're everyday. They're not streamed. They're three minutes, um, very professionally run. And uh, if you don't do a lot of other zoom, like if you just do a lot of other zooms but don't do flappers, you'll end up guarantee you'll see people you've never seen before in there and always getting in front of new audiences fun um so I, I, I like all the the zoom mics i've been on for different reasons um and uh like those are like you know, you know hypothetical a lot rachel's the panda mic is amazing anarchy mic i mean they're all great and um uh, i enjoy them yeah and something That's i didn't honest. realize was that the i didn't realize that rachel's mic predated the existence of displaced comedians yeah, Good on actually, Rachel, the panda mic. Uh -huh. <laughs> we actually chatted about it, and we were. I was like, I gotta start a group or do something to make a list. And she's like, Ah, maybe I will if you don't. And then I hit her up a while ago when I was having some issues. She's like, So, are you uh, upset you didn't start? She's like, No, not at all. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about this show. Like Todd does all the work, all the organization, no. all the tech. And I just like come here and drink beers and talk to people. <laughs> you know, someone else would have done this if I did it. And, and there's still room and people do stuff similar. So like, it's just I happened to be the one that just did it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, what was the other question? So how many will we see you on the oh, TB and J mic? Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. If only there was a list that would tell me where it is. <laughs> no worries. And, uh, I think I actually haven't updated the spreadsheet in a while. So yeah. that and, may be um, part of the problem. <laughs> No, no, absolutely. And actually, so um, I, I'm very fortunate to be uh, 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 fully employed and but I but but I'm off basically through vacation, you know, through through the next week. Mm -hmm. So I plan on getting to just a bunch more. I'm just going to pretend like I'm a professional uh, Zoom comedian and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just hit a bunch of them. I got a bunch of shows like I'm I'm fortunate to be on and, and I want to hit a bunch of mics that, uh, that I haven't gotten to. So, yeah, definitely. Yay. OK, good. That's yeah. good to hear. Uh kind of um jumping off of that um sure. so i did uh look it up because my day job is as a librarian so i love doing research but uh so displaced comedians currently has 4728 members um Ooh. from both the us and abroad uh it's an international organization uh it was just created april 12 2020 um and you know that's a lot of growth in terms of uh, a group on social media for such a relatively short span of time. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'm, I get the impression that that wasn't necessarily something that you expected, that it was going to blow up to this degree. So I kind of wondering what's been the biggest challenge in having the group become so popular so fast. Um, and then on the other side, what's the most rewarding thing? Yeah, so I was trying to just pull up how many to this second because it might have changed since you said that. I thought it would be fun. It might have been, yeah. <laughs> or, or I kicked two people out. I don't know. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I dude, when I hit like 400 people, I was like freaking out. Like, oh, my gosh, there's 400 people. This is so cool. The most fun thing when, when people the growth and the numbers are cool, that's fine. But honestly, whether it was 300 or 400 people or, or 100 people or it come, turns into tens of thousands, whatever it is. I just want it to be a group of people that are being positive and helping each other be funny and get the places to be funny. Like, I don't like the size of it doesn't like, it's neat. Like, it's cool. Like, I, I guess, you know, I'm proud of it, I guess, but like what I'm more, what I'm, you know, this quality, like, that's what, that's what I want. Um, I, I just, I'm, I mean, I'm obviously, I'm right now pretty much if you're somebody who 
I'm fairly convinced when you when you sign up on you need to enter. It might have been after you're, you you joined Tom, but I have a few questions I ask, which I need to revamp a bit. At least have some kind of because before it was just literally like anybody joined, I'd be like, da, 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 da. yeah, yeah. That but was my that era. Was people, that was when people were invited. Oh, yeah, that must have been when you let you in. Uh, <laughs> that's when people had, were typically invited by somebody. But now I didn't. I hadn't really thought about the fact that Facebook is going to start recommending it to people, and I want to make sure there's a good expectation, so it's not just recommending it on like you know uh, just pages where it's just fans of the comedy. Because I do want people in there that aren't necessarily comedians that are either very um you know con or considering trying comedy because a lot of people as you've seen have started doing comedy while in zoom and had never still have not done anything live before so i still want to encourage that and i've got friends in the group that are personal friends that have just enjoyed watching my comedy journey uh, that are in the group that probably have no intentions of, of performing um uh but yeah it's i did not and you know i wouldn't say i didn't Think this was going to happen but i definitely didn't consider it. like i just not just not something that crossed my mind it was just like it's i know it's going to grow it's going to be this thing um and you know definitely had some challenges and a lot of them have been fairly recently because uh, when you just start letting people in that are friends of whoever or answer a couple of questions you know start getting all these posts that are just like the same thing over and over again because i really would love to have meaningful engagement i would love to people to post like hey here's a bit that I'm working on. Can somebody give me some advice on this part? But what's happens is instead of that, everyone start, a lot of people start fighting at some point, hates that person. Cause that jokes about that. And you shouldn't joke about that. Or maybe you should joke about, or this and all these things were like, I'm not the, I shouldn't be the gatekeeper of that. And I also just don't want this people jump on each other, being mean to each other. Number one thing I'm trying to like avoid is just people being mean to each other for like, no, no reason. Um, and, uh, it's been kind of challenging to figure out how to monitor that. Cause I've done a very poor job of setting solid expectations. And I, I always talk about writing some official rules and I don't really have any solid things like that. Cause, um, like any bad parent, you know, it's kind of yeah. malleable, like it's not black and white. Cause one day I might say, this is the thing you can't talk about this thing not to discuss or do, but then if it's brought up in a way that I think is helpful, I think that's fine. But being able to do that with 4,700 people is just insane. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been challenging and, um, and it's going to continue to be, and I've got a, I, the next week I'm, hope, I'm, I'm planning to focus a lot more on exactly how to structure that in a way. Cause I like stuff. I won't say necessarily chaotic, but I'm all over the place and I don't think it should be black and white. Um, and that makes things hard. It'd be easy to say, Hey, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that and uh and just delete stuff based on that which i might end up having to do uh but i don't know it's it's not black and white to me but yeah like moderating a conversation between four thousand people is probably way more than a full-time job you've got <laughs> a job kids so i imagine you're pretty busy <laughs> yeah but and um comedy daddy yeah <laughs> i thought it was pretty cool because like when Tom always sends me the research ahead of time, and that's the closest thing I do to preparing for anything ever is read it. Um, <laughs> I thought you were like an established comedian and like you were pulling from all these networks because like all the Baltimore comedians I know are in displaced comedians and stuff. So it's really cool that you kind of went in there with not as much stage experience and like pulled it all together. Um, and I know for me, like I, I came from an improv background and it's been really cool doing like the Zoom open mics because it's been a really nice like soft landing place for for doing stand up. So awesome. I really applaud you for it. Yeah. Hey, thank you. I'm glad. I'm happy that you 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 found you found fun in that, and that's been neat too because I've met a lot of people who are from improv and have different backgrounds, and it right now is like I feel like it's the cheat code right now. Like Zoom comment, like like right now you can accelerate everything. Now it's not an exact same blah blah blah. I know, but it's still working on being funny. And if we all come out of this with more material in in, which we're going to, um, yeah. it's just crazy. Like that, that wouldn't have happened if we weren't doing any of this. And I'm really excited to see see what happens because I think this is going to keep. Ha I think Zoom comedy, you know, online comedy, whatever you want to call it, it's going to keep happening when things are live again. It's just going to be a little different. Um, but. Um, yeah, I'm really, that's awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. And that's a neat perspective. Well, yeah. And uh, kind of going back to it, and it kind of, uh, well, maybe you'll tell me, but it goes into <laughs> maybe one of the aspects of it that has been most rewarding for you is that like, I have even just noticed in my time that this is like, 
I think it is also something that is going to stick around because aside from like, you know, being in a pandemic, it just seems like there's so many advantages and, you know, again, like being somebody from a library background, I'm always thinking about, you know, accessibility and like, who are we excluding from the conversation? What barriers have been put up that are preventing people from accessing whatever the thing is? Um, let alone the international aspect. So um, I definitely think it's going to stick around, let alone just like the normal everyday convenience of not having to yeah. commute. I like the few, I think I did like three in-person uh, sets at like open mics before I took like a three-year break and then got back into it during the <laughs> pandemic. Um, <laughs> but like, even just for those mics, it was like a, almost the entire day was the event of like getting into DC or Baltimore proper to get to the location, to find the parking, to pay for the parking, to not get, I don't know, a parking ticket somehow still, uh, to, and then doing the set. <laughs> so to do like three minutes, five minutes or whatever. And, and, you know, yeah, so that's what's neat too. So uh, as I mentioned before, when I when I did when I did live mics, that was uh, when I would travel for work, and I would basically I'm in a hotel, and I'm like I can just hang out in this hotel room where I can just go out and have fun. And I'm and I'm very extrovert. I always just want to be engaged and just be doing stuff. Um, so throwing myself in front of a bunch of people I've never met and having a having a, a good time is something that I just like doing. That sounded really weird the way I said that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, you could you could apply that to amateur stripper night. Like, no. So, um, uh, so when I would be home, it was like I want to be home with my family. Like I said, I I I married. I got three kids. I I traveled a lot. Like I want to be here. Like I I was I'd never I've never done stand up in my town, which I kind of took the easy easier path by, you know, um, no, do I travel? But then I but then when I came back from like my first or second trip. When I did that, I'm like, I wish there was a way to just be in my garage and talk to people on the internet to be able to, um, you know, work on material and still have some kind of engagement and audience. I looked into Twitch a little bit. I didn't really dive into the technology much. And nobody, even if I had, nobody would have, you know, no one was out there, was out there anyway, like doing it anyway. But now it's like, I really wasn't wishing uh, all these people dying. <laughs> I really did not, did not yeah. want this to happen. Uh, Unlike the it, people that did, <laughs> but, it's exactly, but it's but but it's exactly the format that I was very close to the format that I was envisioning. That like this, that'll be rad if this was a thing that people were actively doing. And 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 when things um, open up again, I think just you know the days that you're not doing live mics, you're like, hey, who in this scene wants to hang out on a Tuesday night and and chat or whatever? You know, why why not run sets? You're gonna wait wait in line to do those sets. Like you mentioned, spending time. Like I like I would be working, I'd be uh, staying in Auburn, Washington. I'd drive to Seattle, wait in line for an hour or two, put my name in a bucket, not get not get called up. And then get called to the very end when they're just um, calling up like the last few people to do like two minutes. So I'm like, I invested like four hours and parking and all these things for two minutes. And I had a great time, but it was like, and I'll still probably do that again. But right now, like, like I said, I'm hopping out here. My family's inside, I'm chatting with you guys. I'm gonna go inside, come back out to do a set on a show hang out watch the show just because it's convenient but if i didn't have time to i could just go back like yeah it's uh yeah, for it's sure. crazy how much we have to do yeah no and i've even like i've recently actually um had a lot of this like convenience factor showing up at like the tbj mic like having a comedian like it's very common just like while they're driving they're also doing their set <laughs> Yep. You gotta multitask. Sometimes I'm just so busy. <laughs> Get my I'm set waiting in. for the day somebody does a set from like a high speed police chase at oh the TBJ open mic, and then you guys have to like cross state lines to go testify in court or something. <laughs> well, there's like something I have to investigate with algorithms or something too, because like for that speed chase to happen, for some reason the TB and J mic is like very specifically like. It will be roads that I recognize, like, also in, like, the DMV, District, Maryland, Virginia area, or it will be Toronto. Like, for some <laughs> reason, we have accumulated in this area, Toronto, and then, like, San Diego, and then, like, a couple places sprinkled throughout. Um, so, that's, that's I, it, awesome. yeah, it's kind of interesting that way, and, like, you know... 
since it's gotten to such a big scale and you're the admin of the group, you obviously have a very different experience. But for someone like me, where this was a, speaking from personal experience, this was a huge outlet. I think I got into it around like June or July. Um, And it's just been not only a way to continue to improve on comedy, which is also cool, but also just like one of those things that is like a way to build community. And obviously, that's really important. Before this, we had millennials complaining about, like, oh, so hard to make friends as an adult. Um, But (laughs) this, for me, has been really something where it's like, I am, like, so psyched for when restrictions are lifted. Because, like, the first trip I'm going to make is going to be to Toronto. (laughs) Like, and uh, hopefully get to meet some of these people. Yeah, go see... uh, uh, uh... Desiree and Kelly and oh, and yeah. uh, like all these, all these so so it's, that's one thing that we really like. You're saying what's what things I, re- I really like about it, and that's one thing too. Yeah, working on materials great, but just being together and yeah, you could literally go anywhere, at least in the, in in the U.S. and in some in Canada and some other countries, but mostly in the U.S. Go anywhere and know somebody who's there to connect with, or they're gonna know somebody, know somebody, know somebody. Like you got a connection everywhere now. Uh, whether it's to do a show together, just to hang out, like whatever that is. And it kind of reminds me of like when I was when I was a kid, when I was like 12 or 13, I got into bulletin board systems before the Internet was like the you know, before everyone was on um, uh, more uh, different Internet services. We used to just like dial into somebody's computer and there'd be like 30 people that were on that on that on that system. You could send messages to and do stuff with and like do like meetups and stuff. And like so just from even from that, it makes me think of that, too. It's just like just that, the ability uh, to connect with so many people and right now there's so much opportunity too um that really the the only the barrier for entry on anything right now we're doing is just the technologies all there is just ability and drive mm-hmm. like yeah. whatever you want to do you want to do a show do you, i mean obviously it takes work but like do you want to put on this do you want to put on that like what do you want to do and i love to the, the inclusivity like you were talking about like there's likes that i'd go to and, and you, you folks likely to where it was there were so few uh, let's say so few women that like the per the host would they should they shouldn't but would still be like you know, pointing out that it was a that there was a woman coming up the stage and now i'm on a zoom mic and it's just so many different people of different genders and ethnicities and it's all these things that it just blows my mind that if i that'll to like go somewhere where everybody just kind of looks like me like it would feel just like weird like what that like what's even like this is just so strange and so bizarre and that that was actually a thing and that people are more of a safe environment too physically they didn't have to you know i never had to deal with the same things that a lot of people that don't look like me had to deal with it any of these places and and on zoom it's you know it's much different well yeah and i am hoping that this is also possibly going to be a bit of a turn for comedy since we've kind of had this hiatus in this digital environment which again like at least physically um is safer where then maybe we're coming out of this and these voices that we wouldn't have heard otherwise have had this time like you said it's like a time capsule for comedy so they've been able to kind of get that experience and get that practice that they would have otherwise been discouraged from getting if they had an experience where they're like going to a open mic and getting pointed out just for being a woman yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, or like in Desiree's <laughs> case, I mean, she talked about when she was on, like she talked about the physical difficulty she had yeah. just getting stage time because, you know, as a wheelchair user, a lot of comedy clubs are in basements or the bathroom is in a basement, which is not something like as a non-wheelchair user, it's not something that usually even factors into your calculations. You mean a walkie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, being a walkie. <laughs> but she's also, I mean, honestly, she's got a lot of talent and she's so oh, yeah, funny. And the fact oh, that this her. is giving her the chance to like kind of shine and not have to deal with some of those like physical world problems is really I think exciting to see. And I think it's gonna definitely open up access for a lot of people who might not otherwise, you know, make the trek out to a bar. Um, or yeah. like, yeah. Which, by the <laughs> way, like, a bar with a bathroom in the basement is also like, who thought of this? It's a bad idea. Period. Like, if you're drunk and you gotta walk down a flight like of stairs, of that. <laughs> <laughs> it is like this. 
Some dude All right, in defense of venues and basements, because my boyfriend <laughs> owns a basement venue with a bathroom that's upstairs, okay? The rent is really cheap. I don't know why I'm <laughs> it off like that way. <laughs> God. God's yeah, and Desiree is one of those, you, you see some of these comics on here, and you're like, oh, that person's the real deal, and everyone's going to know who they are at some point, and I think the the... The world's gonna know who, who she is uh, at some point for sure uh just yeah. supernaturally funny very cool just uh and just meeting people like that too is just super fun people who are just like oh shit this person i'm gonna be like i used to zoom with this person <laughs> everyone's <laughs> gonna know who they are they're gonna be household names and uh, even though it's not you know that's not the most important thing in the world but uh it's just kind of fun yeah we're all just together it's kind of cool, like getting to see people's different perspectives too. I mean, I I feel like sometimes, at, at least in Baltimore, like we have this joke, Baltimore is small tomorrow, because um, the art scene is very small, so it tends to get really clicky. So the same guys kind of tend to run all the open mics, mm. and I think this has really opened things up where it's less intimidating to go in and try and get stage time, and you're the only person there that not everybody knows. And they know this is your first time, so they're going to put you at the bottom of the list. And maybe you'll get stage time when there are still people there, maybe not. Um, so it's kind of cool, like, especially for me, like someone who's more or less starting out with stand up, like just to have more access and less anxiety about like not being part of the crew. Yeah, so. it's a very intimate environment. I, one thing I really like is that it, I think it really lends itself to helping each other, even just like on bits. Because one thing that was hard when I travel is I'd go. I didn't have. I didn't spend enough time in each scene really to make. I made some good connections, but not strong enough to where like we'd sit down afterwards and like really you know talk about our sets and like help each other and stuff. And I assume some people do that, but I would. But I was like I would do a set, you know, do three minutes, and I'd go, okay, how do I make that better? And I'd have no idea. But now coming into these, it's just people are throwing each other tags a little differently, or more just more chatty about. Some people hate that. I I, I particularly like it. Uh, probably just for my you know tenure in comedy so new that like that you know that's something i want and then i also know that there's all these feedback mics some of them that are very helpful that i found um like i know you had winston on a, a while ago uh he did uh he used to he had been doing an uh his, his 50 50 show where you do like ripping yeah. and a big deal i actually came across one, or the, the one that i was on with him about six that was like six months ago i was just clicking through youtube and saw it and i was watching it and i went to the part where he was talking about the, a bit that i was been working i haven't done since because it was horrible um Aww. but he was it was not but he was like hey one thing he's like one thing i like is if you think something's really funny come back to it like six months later when you're a better comedian and like just work with it again and it, i was really i realized like holy shit it's been six months since that so maybe i'll work on that bit again i don't know but um but like really cool environment and meeting people like him and other folks that are like really just want to help each other get better and um really enjoy it yeah that's awesome kind of circling back to the dark side of it though you yeah. kind of referenced like having to, uh, Roz used a great word, moderate uh, kind of people's arguments. Um, so what are probably some of the more fiery topics that you've had to tone down? Or uh, is there something that stood out to you as being like particularly volatile and like, oh, I didn't like realize the online community could like kind of rear its ugly head in this way. Because I feel well, like we all have an impression of, like, the digital world, you know, and yeah. like, trolls and stuff. And I also think it's almost like when you work for customer service at a company and all you're, hear, you're hearing, you hear some praise sometimes. And I do. I'm not asking for more. I'm just saying that I get a lot, lot of love and I appreciate it. But, like, when it's not, it's just like, it's like, I feel like that's the only thing happening is this problem. And then it's just <laughs> like, it's, and it's, and I have had some stuff the last couple of months, particularly that I've, you know, lost a bit of sleep over, got very stressed out about, mm -hmm. you know, there was a comedian that came on and was saying some stuff he shouldn't have been saying uh, to some people. Um, and then I had a bunch of people messaging me like, so-and-so was in the room. You need to do this to this guy. You need to do that to this guy. And I'm still to that point. I'm like, I don't actually know what happened. You need, if I, if you're asking me to make a decision that could impact somebody's life in a way, I'm not trying to say I'm like some big like gatekeeper or something like I impact people, but like if you're asking me to do something, you need to, you need to, I need to know what actually happened. And I, you know, went through so many people. Well, I was there or that person said they were there. And then the other person said they were there and they actually weren't. They were, I'm like, can you just fucking tell me like what, <laughs> like somebody, meanwhile, I've got people posting 
in different ways and I'm not shitting on any particular people because you, you work out the information you have, but people get charged up and it's fiery topics. And I'm like, there's like hundreds of people commenting and people just being really mean to each other. And then I end up being in a position where it comes off like I'm defending the person doing the wrong thing because because <laughs> you're just trying to find did, out what actually happened. Yeah, whatever they did doesn't give you the right to be assholes to people. Because that's where I kind of draw the line a little bit. I try to, I feel like I do. Like if, if you're only, if you've, if you've said very little in this group and the only things you've done is attack each other, attack people without, and, and someone like tried to change and be better and then, but then make them still be evil because they, they messed up a syllable that they didn't really understand. We're all trying to figure stuff out. Like just, that's not the people that I want to have engaged here. And then they go flame me off on their, wherever they can and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I, 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 I don't have the energy or time for this. I just want it to be a place where people can connect and have a good time. Um, and like, yeah, you know, there were some stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, those are, that's, that's really the big thing that I, I kind of want to touch on that. Like, and then, and then there's the post too. I, I know I posted recently about this, about, you know, I, w- I would love it to be somewhere people can just post like, here's a premise I'm working on. Can I get some help? But people just get so mad at each other, like so quickly sometimes because it'll be about something that they don't like, or someone asks, it's also sometimes just a trolley question. They're not really asking when you're like, mm-hmm. hey, why can't I say blah, 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 anymore? Like, you're not really asking that. You're just saying that. Just <laughs> this isn't out argument. of curiosity. This is you're you're not really trying to. But but I want to still be open to someone that says it's like someone else was like, hey, you know what? I was on a mic and I said this and it turned out that somebody said this in response and I'm learning from that. What are some suggestions like that kind of discussion? I would love to have that, but mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to like. Say you can do that, and not the other, because they're not black and white. So I'm sure trying to work on how to how to figure that out, and I'm not going to make everybody happy, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but I just want it to be a place where you can go and uh, chat comedy and drive towards being together and getting better at it. Well, like, and also what we've been saying before, it's like you have a life outside of this, <laughs> and like presumably anyway, you. <laughs> Again, and I think it's just, it's so unique and challenging to have kind of, like, had this group become the huge thing that is is without really intending it, because then the other side of that is that, like, I just wanted to be like one of you guys. I also just want to go see Mike's. Like, yeah. and, like, I just want to practice my bits. And, you know, and then also, like, the downside of having something where, like, you know, it's a large group and people automatically associate that with success. Cause I feel like we're definitely in a place where we're programmed to see like those high engagement numbers and be like, this means that everything is doing what it's supposed to do. When in actuality, it sounds like it's gotten a little bit to a place and you're trying to kind of get it away from there. Where like, you can't ask those genuine questions maybe because you feel like somebody will think that you're trolling and be attacked because that's what other people have been doing intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely been instances where I was like, Oh, they were being like, I was wrong. Like I've obviously been wrong before and I'll be wrong many more times. (laughs) You're not God. (laughs) Comedy daddy. Uh, No. (laughs) But if you're like, you know, messaging me and you're like, this person said this and it was kind of rude. I'm like, well, what'd you do? They're like, well, I said, please don't. And what'd they do? They said, okay, sorry. Then what happened? Well, that was it. Well, what the what, what, what do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> like, yeah. We're all we're adults, you know, or they're supposed to be or whatever. But uh, but but I get that expectation, though, too, because most groups of this size have a bunch of like admins and mods or whatever, an admin, a bunch of mods. And that's a disservice that I know that I've kind of done because I've, 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 I've tried that and I wasn't I did a very poor job of setting clear expectations. And that part of that is just me. I'm going to micromanage the hell out of anybody doing that. And then it's going to not be good. I didn't like how it went before when I had some folks doing that. And then I have had people, you know, offer to be moderators, people that I usually align with, but I know at some point they're going to make a call that I'm going to be like this. I'm everybody's in. This is a part of it. I didn't make this on my own. I know that, but it's Mm -hmm. still a thing that I, that's my, that I formed. And if decisions are made in there that aren't aligned with my thinking of what I want it to be, then I'm not going to give it the attention and it's not going to be what I wanted it to be. And maybe that's egotistical, maybe that's whatever, but it, it is what it is. So I'm not saying I'm not going to have moderators. I'm not going to have people on to. I'm just saying, like, there's some, there's definitely some challenges with that. Well, yeah, and I was going to say. And then, is... Oh, I've seen all these messages here. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. oh, wow. 
Oh, I haven't even been reading the messages Actually, at all. Actually, an active thing. Oh, no, don't worry. You can ignore all that. It's all just my mom. Um, anyway. um that's disgusting. We can we can close that. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, anyway, uh, going back to what you were saying, now I'm really distracted because I'm like, my mom's watching. Um, she's oh, half our viewership right now, probably. Um <laughs> The other mom. half is my fiance. Um, but yeah. Hi Chris. <laughs> hi Chris, hi mom. But um kind of going to that, it it does kind of seem like there's the side of it where it's like you are just like the admin and you've been put in this position and you are not perfect. Um and then like it's hard though too because then when looking for moderators, you kind of have to, I think, uh, resolve that kind of, I guess, inner conflict of, like, I know that I've made mistakes, but also I don't want a moderator who will necessarily also, like, make those mistakes that I don't align with. Yeah, yeah, but, um, I'm just reading all the stuff that your mom's saying, and she's totally right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <sighs> and maybe in a week we'll have, they'll have a bunch of moderators, I don't know. Like that's why I'm talking all about the moments right now because stuff changes. But uh, overall, I'm I'm happy with where the group's gone. And I'm happy with what it's what it's provided me and with a bunch of people with and of, of the connections I made and the the people putting in the effort and, and producing these shows. Because like I've just been doing um, emceeing on the on the flap on a flappers mic once a week. You know, I'm not producing a show and doing all that stuff, and it's it's a lot of work. And and hats off to you and everyone who who's doing that. You know, the same time every week or whatever. You know, whatever increments they're doing, um, just a lot of energy to put out there that helps a lot of people. Well, thank you. I will take that. Um, take any compliment right now. Take any compliment right now. <laughs> Anything to distract me from my mom. Um, anyway, Aww. but uh, anyway, um, I did want to kind of touch on. Uh, Another topic specifically, and then uh, we'll we'll just see where it takes us. But uh, sure. back in the summer, I noticed that there were a few instances of members of the group um, kind of attempting to uh, monetize the network a little bit uh, through the promotion of various branded merch products. And as a founder, you know, what are your feelings on this? And would you ever look at this sort of direction with uh, yeah. displaced comedians? So first, I've always I've I've, I've run a couple of companies, um, and uh, I always love having merch. <laughs> I love having merch. I love selling merch, uh, getting out there, um, and 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 a uh, really good time. But um, so in the future, yeah, absolutely, that's something that I that I intend to to, to work towards. Maybe even for, maybe even pretty soon, like having like shirts and stuff or something. I think that'd be pretty fun. Um, but what we're talking about, there were a couple of there, there are a couple of people, and there's a couple of things that were going on um, where I think I kind of sent some folks maybe in the wrong direction as far as my intentions, and also that paired with just some people, some folks doing some things uh, proactively that I wasn't uh, super into um, that that rubbed me the wrong way. So yeah, yeah, there's some merch. There was I'm I'm, I'm really trying not to like call specific people out because there's 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 not just one person. But there were some situations where I was like, wait a second, this is what's happening right now? Like, <laughs> yeah. this isn't, I don't think this is the way I want this to happen on this page because I'm, you know, created a platform or whatever you want to call it. I've created essentially what could be considered a customer base, except I don't charge anybody for it. So I'm doing a really bad job <laughs> if that's my intention. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, so there have been people, you know, so that I, so I, so I made a post a while back. It was like, Hey, if you're going to do stuff for money, you know, let me know. And there's been some stuff people haven't told me about, like they were doing some classes and things. And that's a little different to me, but like I had some folks um, like, like Dana Wiston hit me up and I was like, Hey, I want to, I'm, I'm, I'm doing these cool backgrounds. Uh, what do you think if I were to, offer to sell these, you know, design backgrounds for people and stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's killer. Like, go for it. Like, I appreciate, I just appreciate it. Like, Hey, this is what's happening. And that's my goal. I didn't, I didn't say like, Hey, I need some cut of it or whatever, <laughs> but like, it was just knowing what's going to happen before it happens. is something that I, that I, you know, want to know. And if not, I'm just taking it kind of case by case, but yeah, um, I really also didn't want to have to do, I want to have at least one year where I didn't have to do more different types of taxes for 2020, <laughs> but from 2021, <laughs> We got uh, enough going on with our uh, extra taxes. You've uh, you've heard it here first uh, with you folks that we're 
uh, fully intending to have um, at least at, at least shirts. And I'm not planning on now. This could change. I'm not planning on doing like print to order, but actually like working with screen printers that I've discussed stuff with and having some design stuff that I'm working on with some friends uh, to actually be the ones that ship stuff out, which doesn't sound like a big deal to like ship merch, but between running the e-commerce ordering that in, you know, specific types, you know, printers and, and different things and process for shipping labels and figuring out the different freight costs to try to not, you know, overcharge people for freight. There's all, there's a lot of little things that I'm figuring out the details of and how I'm going to allot the time and energy to fulfill orders. Cause hopefully there's a decent amount of them. Um, and I think it'd be, uh, I think it'd be fun. So yeah, I'm planning on doing that. So keep an eye out. Yeah. All right. Displace comedians, the brand. Um, <laughs> May all your taxes be easy. Yeah, yeah man, all your taxes be easy for sure. Oh man, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's some that's some good stuff. People save your holiday money, but um, yeah, kind of moving along. Um, Roz, did you have any specific questions for Nico while we have him here? Yeah, so I wanted to know. Um, you kind of touched on it earlier, um, but the situation you were talking about with the comedian was kind of like a sexual harassment issue. Yes. Yeah, and so like, um, I mean, obviously I'm a woman. I guess obviously. <gasps> Not this, okay, whatever. No. Anyway. Look, you tell me what you are, and I will. I will go. With you. I'm That's a woman, great. and um, I also like I. Sexual harassment, sexual assault, domestic violence is like my field of view because uh, I've got my master's degree in that area. I worked for a domestic violence agency for five years. And I'm just kind of interested like to see how you navigated that situation because I feel like we're kind of at a point in time where as a society we're trying to figure out how to deal with sexual harassment. Yeah. And you're just kind of like a funny guy that was trying to create a community. <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah, <laughs> about how to to navigate the situation. So, like, what was your process in responding to that? Like, how did you how did you kind of navigate that? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, I'm judge, jury, and uh, oh, executioner, <laughs> and I've got a ton of people just shouting at me from all directions. So. It was where I was working. Like, I was like, holy shit. Okay, I got to get on this, like, after work as much as I can. <laughs> um, I'm starting to get messages from some people and some people that I trust and respect their views. And um, I don't know how much I get in trouble for, like, saying specific stuff about people and things. But uh, so, yeah, so there's a there's there's a dude who said, like, said, said some stuff on a mic he absolutely shouldn't have. I was not there. I, I, I eventually connected. So what I was trying to do, number one, is find who was there and what happened. Instead of this, this person said inappropriate things. I don't, that could mean anything. This person yeah. said, uh, you know, whatever, even using the word harassment doesn't tell me what happened. Now, maybe I should just hear any person say this person harassed somebody here, destroy them, post their name everywhere, tell no one to let them do their open mics that everybody could access on a public thing. Hello. <laughs> um, but maybe i should but but i didn't it just didn't sit well with me something inside was just like i need to know more what's actually happening so i'm messaging people i'm reaching out to people someone said so and so was at a place and heard something happen okay well what happened who was there what was said oh so and so was there or so and so said someone was there okay who's that person okay uh oh were they actually there no they they heard about it afterwards i'm like oh my god okay so it was just so i was trying to navigate that while people are posting just like destroy anybody who said anything like this and hey maybe some people can change you're horrible for thinking people should change or you're great because you're helping people ch like change or all these things is just, just like and i understand if everyone's got their everyone's got their perspectives to what drives them to decide whatever they want to say so my number one thing that i was trying to do as quickly as i could is figure out what actually happened okay. and then i found out what happened and in my view it was definitely not good in my view, it was not that specific instance was not in, and I could be totally wrong. I feel like Bernie Sanders, like in my view, was not just cut this person's head off and just drag him through the street. I felt like there was an opportunity to maybe help educate and maybe help somebody navigate something a little differently and realize what they had done was not something that they should do. And maybe hopefully that they wouldn't do it again in the future. They communicated that they understood that and that they would not. Um, and uh, and then to my knowledge, they hadn't. And, 
they're no longer in the group right now. I haven't really told a lot of people that um, because uh, to my understanding, the same the same exact thing didn't happen, but it was something to the point where I was like, that that's it. Sorry, dude. Um, you're not sorry. Like, I just, you know what I mean? Like, just like, hey, like, yeah, I gave you a shot at this. And, and but, but look, all the stuff that I post is public. It's not like not being in the group. I mean, you get less access to opportunities because a lot of people do post things in the group that aren't on the list. Uh, mm-hmm. People are more engaging there. But at the same time, anybody could go to any of these things. And also people run their Zooms how they want to run their Zooms. You don't have to let everybody in your room. I'm I, I'm not the gatekeeper to all that. It makes some people feel a little more comfortable when I when I remove someone from the group that 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 uh that they that have done things that they shouldn't have done um but it's also like you know we're grown-ups and you 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 can utilize a waiting room and and don't have to let everybody in your zoom because after that i heard from other people who were running zooms who messaged me and were like yeah you know this person did you know some things that weren't exactly like the weren't like harass them just kind of off things that Mm -hmm. were like just didn't want them on their zoom I'm like okay well you're a grown-up and you didn't let them in their room and the one the main instance that that drove all this the host didn't manage their room and they understand that now so yeah, yeah. and i, I think that's... that's a hard balance to oh for navigate sure. too is like there's admin responsibility and then there's like host responsibility and then there's like individual culpability and yeah. like the standards that we should hold ourselves to and it is also you know a good point that like also, Displaced Comedians is not the end-all be-all. Being kicked out of the group isn't going to ruin your life necessarily. I mean, especially, like you said, reaching out to the uh, individual open mics is actually, um, now that you have the external website, a lot more possible. Like, you don't need to be in the group necessarily to see that list now. Yeah, and I used to, and when I started the group, I wanted you to have to be in the group, not to, like, hoard information, but I knew that behavior would encourage growth to the community like hey you got to be in the group to to just click on this so then you're going to be more apt to like inviting people that run all these mics but then i was like there's so many people in it that like i'm not worried that like oh my gosh everyone's just gonna leave because i have this and what if ever someday someday everyone could just leave i don't know what what stuff happens but like that information can be public and there's still enough being added to it that there's not the negative aspect part of that in, in my opinion but that was one of my concerns about making it public was like especially when hosts are like I want you to share my zoom link and password. I'm like, do you really want me to put that on there? Are you sure? Like I, I quite, I kind of push back sometimes on that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but um, you know, cause I'm like, a lot of people are going to look at this and, and, but more people look in the group and just peep an eye on it because the people that are regulars in there, as you see, yeah, there's a list to kind of give you some idea, but the, the mics that are posting all the time, those are the ones that are, that are active and engaged. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think, I mean, you guys did something, um, I'm sure you were kind of consulting with a few people on the response to that incident, but what I thought you guys did that was really interesting was try and connect the individual with like mentors, um, which I feel like got misconstrued to a certain point. It absolutely did, yeah. But being three beers deep and really interested in the subject, (laughs) I will say say all the research shows that for people who engage in this sort of behavior, cognitive behavioral therapy and community connections are key in helping them take accountability for their actions and not repeat. Because the thing about these behaviors is, I'm going like full Dr. Phil on this, but gonna like, those are some big else. words. We're going to do it somewhere else. I'm just pushing them yeah. somewhere else to do the things. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. they're already sort of invested in this community and you, you guys did use it as an opportunity to try to reach out to this person and be yeah. like, Hey, maybe don't do this. And here's why. And, and so I know, like, I'm sure it was a very horrible on the ground learning experience, but I do think that was a very interesting and evidence-based approach. So yeah, <laughs> for whatever that's worth. Um, I, I appreciate that. And yeah, there was a, a, there is, there was a member of the group that had reached out to me and reached out to the, that other person and was like off, you know, Hey, maybe you guys could do this mentorship thing. And I didn't comment a lot on it because people were just, some people were very positive because there were people that had people on their mics that had, were a problem and now are integral parts of their community because look, people change things and, 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 and they were embraced. Um, 
you know, it's not like I sat on the phone and was like, like we were just messaging on Facebook just mm -hmm. a couple of times. I wasn't even being super nice. <laughs> like I was just like, look, <laughs> this is what has to happen. Uh, and, and if this, and you know what thin ice you're on. And if anything like this happens again, it's just, you're, you're done here. Uh, and, um, and yeah. And, but also, you know, maybe change some stuff up. I think there's some other things that need to be addressed and that's that specific individual that I don't want to shit on yeah, them a yeah. bunch or anything. Everyone's book other stuff, but I appreciate you saying that because yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a very stressful several days, especially. And to the point where like, I was, I was, I don't want to say losing it, but I was like getting very, I was, it was, a, it was a very, um, it was not a good experience. It felt horrible for a lot of it. And then yeah. it was nice. I eventually just kind of decided what I was going to do. And, and then I, I posted uh, on my personal Facebook and was like, look, when you make the right, we make the decision that you, that, that sit well with you, that uh, people, you know, that you do trust and respect, like can see that and support you. And people were very supportive. And I was like, almost got emotional. So I was like, oh, I needed that. Cause like, I was terrified where like, am I making my main things were like, I'm going to come out of this and everybody is going to say, Nico made the wrong decision here. And people, even people that like I trust and respect and that are, that I consider close friends through this whole thing. Um, and for the most part, <clears throat> everyone saw different angles, but that wasn't the feeling I got after communicating with some folks some more. But yeah, I appreciate you pointing that out. And, and I agree. And and that's, I, I think that change, if you can change, get behavior change, that's much better than it's harder. It's way harder than so just much harder. being like, boop, you're done. But like try to how I try to raise my kids too. like, you know, if they see people, I try to tell them that they see people just in their lives that are not necessarily doing good things, you know, don't spend all of your energy devoting to that. But like, try if you can help them see the perspective that leads them to not be that thing that's being an issue. Yeah, if you can. There you go. And it also sounds like that this is a great <laughs> learning experience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Once again, some management skills for podcast? the brand and the store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? It is about comedy. It is sometimes not funny. Um, but that being said, I do want to kind of uh, finish up again uh, with the question we kind of ask everybody at the end and maybe a All little right. bit more of a lighthearted tone but Ooh. other than literally the show you are doing at eleven fifty-five, uh <laughs> what do you have <laughs> up next on your roster what are your like intentions with comedy where do you like see yourself going as far as like your comedy career i love all these questions so tonight yeah that is uh eastern is what you're referring to uh ninth pacific uh, I'm really excited to open up on this show. I've been I've been trying to get on it, and and there's been uh, I've been I've been wa I don't watch a ton of Zoom shows, and I really should. But like this is one that I've gone and watched and seen people that I've either paid money to see in real life or have people ha in the in the scenes that I visit have paid to see. So like getting to open for them, I'm really excited. Uh, there's actually a guy on there who I saw do saw at the last blockbuster on Earth in Bend, Oregon. Uh, <laughs> And that was, only, that was the first blockbuster I ever got a membership at, too. He happened to be doing comedy there. He was going to be on the show. So I'm really excited. Um, and then Saturday, uh, Tara Christian Wiener uh, of Living Room Comedy, she's absolutely incredible, mm. is putting on a killer show um, that I'm going to be on Saturday. While we were starting this, I was messaging with somebody, and I got Scott on something Sunday that I'll post about. And then next week, I got some New Year stuff. So uh, my website, laughyourlukeoff.com, just just sends you to your uh, sends you to my link tree where I've got everything that I got going on. But especially this last week of the year, I think I've got six or seven-ish or so things going on that, I, mm -hmm. that I'm excited to, to have fun on. That's awesome. Um, and where, where do I see, like, going and, and coming? That's a great question, and I, I kind of love that I'm not sure. Like, yeah. I started doing this, be wasn't because I was going to do a career, it was just because I wanted to be able to visit when I go places and, and I'm working anyway, just get to go out, do a set, hopefully do well, and have some fun. But now with Zoom, I don't know. I really don't know. Like I'm, I'm building material. I'm hoping to have some kind of like, not necessarily special, but some kind of like, you know, longer thing recorded to kind of put out there. Um, and just keep on, uh, just keep on telling jokes and, and, and see where it goes. I, I really, I don't know when things open back up again, I'm traveling again for work. I'm hoping to get in on some shows and, uh, and hopefully finally live up to your mom's expectations. <laughs> Try. Uh, I've been trying to do that all my life, so good <laughs> luck to you, buddy. Oh, man, going to get some hate in the comments section for that. But um, <laughs> That being said, um, thank you so much for doing this show with us. We are, like, 
that was such a well-timed interview. Go me. Um, but no, that was such a pleasure having you. I feel like we talked a lot of about a lot of interesting things and um again you guys just heard all the stuff that he's talking about where you can catch him uh leading up into the new year and keep your eyes peeled uh for that brand uh store coming out and then just to make sure that i am being a really good ghost i'm gonna go back and just say the show at 11:55 is the best free stand-up show on zoom hosted by the grind comedy and uh you can sign up to watch at bit dot lee slash the grind comedy so check it out thank you guys so much for tuning